0: Uh, I'm interested in the uh, human composting story. It's really, yeah. I, I you mean, you got
1: some bodies, or you've been looking to get rid of, and improve the I, soil. I mean,
0: yeah, uh, the soil improvement will be significant. I think with with human compost.
1: Yeah, I.
0: I yeah. It's, I mean, what's the next step on this? Soil and soil and green. You know, it's it's people. It's it's. Forty-five people. seconds. Yeah, I don't have don't have my machine uh, turned up, but. Uh, it is people, and we learned that, what, 50 years ago, exactly. In a documentary. From, yeah, in the documentary, Soylent Green. So we'll be eating people soon. I mean, if they can't push the bugs down our throat, they'll try to push cannibalism down our throat. It's coming. It, it's coming. Just incredible, the uh, lack of respect for human life, and and humans and death, for that matter. He'd turn us into a compost.
1: Morally, wow. if I had to choose between uh, cannibalism and bugs, I would pick bugs. bugs. But Me too. I, but taste-wise, I think the experience—I might pick. I might pick. Might pick cannibalism. <laughs> I, the bug thing, the, all the legs and ugh, ugh. here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn back program
0: pat and for glenn today he'll be back tomorrow so what's coming up in the year 2023 for us we'll give you a well we'll give you all the important information on that uh from people who apparently know and have predicted our future let you know what that is in less than 60 seconds I uh, got some predictions for the coming year from some people. I, oh, I wouldn't normally expect predictions from like, uh, you remember Dmitry Medvedev? Oh yeah. He was former president of
1: Russia. Yeah. He was the guy mm. who, uh, I remember <laughs> president Obama yes. talking to and, right. and president Obama mentioned, uh, he, he had a lot more, uh, flexibility after the election for whatever, Shady thing they were discussing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also was the guy who there was a time where there was a Russian constitution. I don't think you can really make the case there is one anymore, but the Russian constitution said you can only have two terms in a row. So they went Putin, Putin, and then they went Medvedev for one term mm-hmm. as like the puppet, yep. and then they went right back to Putin again. Right, and then Putin was like, "This is stupid. No more of this." So then they canceled that whole clause, and now he could just stay in there forever.
0: Yeah. So now apparently he's into, um, I don't know, psychic predictions. Really? Yeah. He has said, let's see, for Europe and Asia, there will be a Fourth Reich created this year. Encompassing the territory of Germany, Poland, and uh, the Baltic states. (laughs) Uh, The Czech Republic, Slovakia, and the Kiev Republic. What is the, is is he talking about Ukraine I think he's denying Ukraine as a country, Uh, basically. Okay, so, and other outcasts will join that fourth rank. Uh, He also had several other predictions related to the economic and financial uh, situation, including that oil prices will rise to $150 a barrel. Gas will top uh, $5 per thousand cubic meters. No way to tell what that is because it's the metric system. And and there's no way to know. uh, There's no way to know? No way to know.
1: Is it that you just don't know? (laughs) No, no, no. no, no. no.
0: There's just no way to tell with the metric system. It's a mystery.
1: You can't get there from here? There's no conversion?
0: Exactly right. Mm -hmm. Uh, He also claimed that all the largest stock markets and financial activity will leave the U.S. and Europe and move to Asia. Further, Mm. the Bretton Woods system of monetary management will collapse, leading the IMF and World Bank to crash. Euro and the dollar will stop. They're going to stop circulating this year as the global reserve currencies. (laughs) Digital fiat currencies will be actively used instead. Uh, For Europe, he claimed that the UK will rejoin the European Union, leading to its downfall. (laughs) That would be an unusual circumstance. They just left it. Now they're going to want back in, I guess. And he says the EU will collapse after the UK's return. Euro will drop out of use as the former EU currency. Poland and Hungary will take control of Western parts of what he says is the formerly existing Ukraine, while Northern Ireland will separate from the UK and join the Republic of Ireland. Uh, <laughs> this is really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. War will break out between France and the Fourth Reich which has been yet to be created, but will be this year, I guess. Europe will be divided. Poland repartitioned in the process. Now, for America, he says that the U.S. uh, civil war will break out in the U.S. in the coming year. He claims California and Texas will break apart from the rest of the country and become independent states. Texas and (laughs) Mexico will form an allied state. Ha! Ha! I uh, don't see that as someone who lives here <laughs> it feels seems... a tad unlikely. It does. Mm-hmm. And Elon Musk will win the presidential election in a number of states, which after the civil war's end will have been given to the GOP.
1: Wow. Uh, what a soothsayer he seems to be. Now I, I have um, <clears throat> a couple of minor problems okay. with that. Um, elon musk was born in south africa wasn't he yes like so he would not be constitutionally eligible to win the presidency of the united states Th- that's correct but i mean i, I guess maybe all these after changes, the civil war right, though, there's so yeah, many changes maybe we just get rid of that clause exactly and you know look russia has a lot of good information uh and in, mm-hmm. they they tell it in a very pleasant way usually you know did you see mm-hmm. did you watch the russian new year celebration were you? I did not uh, this year. This was the first time. Something going on. First with your time D- in about a decade. I haven't been glued so, to the screen.
0: Something wrong with your DVR? You yeah, yes. Yeah, my. I think my satellite went down.
1: Really? Yeah. I think okay. That that's might be what happened. Um, yeah. Because I, of course, did watch it as I as I do every year. To mm-hmm. Make sure I understand what's really going on. Because okay, as you know, Russia is really the center of the universe. It's not. Sure. We're not us. It's Russia. Russia makes all the decisions. They they prop up the rest of the world. Yeah. And uh, that's what I learned. <clears throat> and then there's some other things I learned. And also some really catchy songs I <laughs> I heard while watching the Russian New Year. I think we have a clip of it. and I, We'll try to walk you through. This is in Russian. Um, okay. But I think you'll just enjoy it. For so. the few people who don't speak Russian. There are a few in our audience. We did, we did some research recently. Up to 3% of this audience does not speak fluent Russian. <laughs> so there is... Okay. okay. Oh! Oh! Wow, very happy music, isn't it? Yeah, this is not a country at war. This no, a happy country. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's so cheesy to see. It's amazing. Okay, here's some commentary. My New Year's toast, will this year will be an, a bit unusual. During the past year, the West tried to destroy Russia. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. No, yeah. Realize. They didn't realize that in the composition of the world... Russia is the load-bearing structure. (laughs) Oh, which I didn't know. Wow, that's why. Realize that
0: he's right about that.
1: Yes, gentlemen. Uh Like it or not, Russia Russia is uh. enlarging. (laughs) That's how they describe the war. All right. Okay, Okay. it's enlarging. It's not a war. Oh, and then back to the music. Happy, very happy happy. music. Look how happy they are. Oh yeah, they're thrilled. Look at the dance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now this is from this year, right? Yeah, this is this year. This is not 1962. No, it is that of that style, though. I mean, you could see this. You could see uh, those old school, like, variety show performers yeah. in the middle of this. This <laughs> and is it, embarrassing. It's so bad. And everybody in the audience with these, like, giant smiles. <laughs> and... The cheesy lighting and oh, it's, oh gosh, it's so a bad! Terrible production. I wonder what life in Russia is like because obviously, like the battle is being fought largely in Ukraine, yep. right? So, like, yep. their life is turned completely upside down. And but the Russians, Russians generally speaking, are—I mean—they're having financial struggles by some measures. <laughs> but like, you know, life is sort of normal for them. They're kind of just like. That's all way over there in that other country that wow. will soon be part of our enlargement. <laughs> so there you go. In case you happen to miss it, wow! The Russian New Year's did did wow. did go on.
0: Uh, it's interesting they didn't they didn't give any helpful uh, safety tips to the Russian oligarchs though. Like stay away from windows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Russian oligarchs, businessmen, politicians mm. uh, continue to fall out windows to their death. Terrible. Uh, Out hospital windows, windows at their homes, and uh, by the droves, literally dozens have died. Generals, oligarchs. It just happened again the other day where a lawmaker, one of the
1: Russian lawmakers, fell out his window and died. Now, this is all coincidence, but many of them are against the regime. That is a coincidence. Coincidentally, that is
0: true. All of those who fall out windows Mm -hmm. have been critical of Putin and the war. So I would say if you've been critical of Putin and the war stay
1: away from windows.
0: Yeah. You know, unless you're on the ground floor then it's probably not as bad, not as bad. But man they are clumsy in in Russia.
1: It's fascinating. Yeah. I, you know, every once in a while. Cause today is the big uh, McCarthy vote. We'll give you updates on that as it as it comes and and mm-hmm. it, whether they can come up with a house uh, a speaker of the house. But it's like We do have our challenges here in the country, but like every once in a while you look around the world, you're like, whoa, it's still, did you follow the Peru stuff at all? What happened in Peru? No, I don't think so. There's a president of Peru. I'm going to butcher this story. If if you're like, I know my Peruvian politics, (laughs) I will definitely butcher this. But my quick reading of it, this is over the past few weeks one day the president of peru comes in he's about to be impeached i guess they tried to impeach him multiple times because they he was a a farmer with no political experience mm-hmm. and he uh, i guess the government at the time was sort of pro market they were you know again not for us standards but like yeah. was an evil right wing government to some of the people and this a socialist sort of opposition pops up this guy's a farmer he has no experience somehow wins the presidency gets in and is a, like from day one a complete catastrophe like he's just he's you know all sorts of corruption and everything else they try to they try to throw him out of office multiple times uh and they're finally getting to the vote where he's actually going to get kicked out of office like that day he wakes up They're going to kick him out of office later that day in an impeachment vote, theoretically. He then wakes up, goes on TV, and has a speech. He's like, hey, I've dissolved the government. (laughs) (laughs) No longer counts. Nothing they do today counts. So he dissolves the government. Okay. Then... Did that work? Uh, it did not work. Oh, okay. it did not work. The uh, the uh, the government was like, no, you can't just dissolve the government. The military is really kind of what these things often come down to. Sides with the lawmakers, okay. not the president. They come in, they pull him out of office, throw him in prison over a period of four hours, from the be- his speech on TV to him being in prison four hours. Wow. And you wow. think to yourself, I wow it is at least we have more stability than that like i (laughs) now look is it is it totally out of the question that biden would come on tv in an hour and dissolve the government no No. i gave definitely possible (laughs) but like even when you look at like january 6th which was a really you know terrible crappy day uh in american history uh, despite what well, it was the day democracy that's right. almost died, <laughs> No, No, that's, that's not what happened. I, like, Despite the nonsense that has been made of it out of the media, like it was a riot at the Capitol. It was an ugly uh-huh. day. Yeah. Some people were very, very naughty that day. Yes. Um, was it the day that democracy almost died? No, it was not. It was the day <laughs> democracy was fine. In a few hours, we didn't have the president removed, and we just went along with the process. It took a few hours of delay, and the normal process went forward. In Peru... They went from the guy was president to the guy was in prison within a four hour period like that is that's a day. that's incredible yeah that's they're and, getting they're getting stuff done that- <laughs> We've dissolved
0: more governments
1: by 9 a.m. than most countries do in a lifetime. And you're, well, right. At least, well, actually, a lot of countries dissolve their governments. A lot of countries go through this stuff. America has been pretty good at avoiding it. We do have our challenges. And and I will say, I don't know what you think as far as the McCarthy thing goes today, Speaker of the House. I don't know what's going to happen there. They Uh, think it might go to a second vote for the first time since 1923. Yeah hundred years. Yeah. A hundred years. I th- expect that to be true. It actually went to nine votes in 1923. So, and, and that's the process. Again, we're not perfect. The process seems to be, correct me if I'm wrong, Pat. They come up, they have a Speaker of the House vote. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get somebody, they vote again. And if they don't get someone that time, they vote again. Right. And if they don't get someone that time, they vote again. And they continue this process of just voting <laughs> again until they get one until
0: they get a 218 vote uh, majority and until
1: then none of the people who were just elected can be sworn in until they have a speaker of the house so none of these people actually are sworn in as official members of congress if i'm understanding the process right which i will say it's a bit convoluted it it could be a long day for them and i think it could go on it could go on for days yeah i mean i I think you know what's the process here you have a five seat majority they're not going to give it to a democrat so it's going to be, in theory, a Republican. The Republicans right. have McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, who I keep calling Andy McCarthy, who is uh, not only an actor from. That back is in the so day. weird. That's the same thing I want I, to do. I want to do. I don't know why. Yeah. And also, he's a writer at a National Review. So uh. both, everybody's <laughs> uh, the Andy McCarthy. I, I want that to be his name. He should change his name he to Andy. Should. Then he'd win the vote. I think <laughs> people might think, well, "Are you the guy from Weekend at Bernie's?" Um, I well, don't. Know. Then yes, I'm voting yes. Yeah, I'm voting yes. But mm-hmm. like. What's the path? Let's just let's talk about what the path is if they don't get this vote with McCarthy here, because I don't know where you go. It's going to be an interesting one. If I don't know how they're going to do it, back in uh, sixty seconds.
0: It's Patton for Glenn triple eight seven two seven B E C K. You know the other interesting thing about the vote for the Speaker of the House. You don't have to be a member of Congress no. to be Speaker of the House. That's right. For instance, and this went around a while ago. You you could actually vote uh, Donald Trump in. As Speaker of the House, you could, you could. Uh, so maybe if it went five or six or seven rounds, they still don't have a winner. Somebody suggests, hey, let's make Trump the the Speaker, and maybe they get it then. I, I, I wouldn't don't.
1: count on that. Yeah, I would say it's highly unlikely. Yeah, highly unlikely. Yes, but Jeffy is. could could be voted in Speaker of the House. He could be. He could be. He. I don't think he's running currently. He's but not. He he did run for Pope. I remember one year. Right. He did not get that either.
0: No, he didn't. Uh, so that's. Uh... I think Catholics. Consider themselves fairly lucky and fortunate that that didn't happen. Oh,
1: I think the yeah, whole world feels that so. way. Uh, if, so if, if Kevin McCarthy does not get the vote, I still think that's probably the most likely scenario in that he maybe that he fails wins. once, but then they just keep voting and eventually he gets it. Yeah, because people just want to go home. They right. just want to go home. Yeah. Kevin McCarthy, whatever. And like my my reactionary sort of thought on this is... I want someone more conservative. I want someone who's. Uh, yeah, we're like, just not going to get it. It's going to be tough with this sort of Congress, right? Mm-hmm. With five votes, there are plenty of. I mean, there are pro, probably more pro-choice Republicans in Congress that would be able to to stop someone more conservative. Like you have mm-hmm. moderates who have to get on board here. So you have to find someone going down the middle. Well, How do you do that? Well, the, they're going to try with McCarthy, see if that works. I think the most likely step after that, if they if they give up on that approach, is Steve Scalise, who mm. I think is more. Mm. I, again, I don't think any. But of he's these not are, running. He's not now. He'd have to throw himself into the right, and that would be after failures. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But if they if they don't get McCarthy, I think Scalise is the most likely guy. They can't like you know we talked to Andy Biggs who who's running as well but like there's no way you're gonna get consensus on someone like that you're not gonna be able to get a mm-hmm. you know, someone who's seen as this like freedom freedom caucus type of guy it's just not gonna happen because you're not gonna get the people who are on the left wing of the party on board same thing that happens if you pick some you know moderate on the left you're never gonna get someone on the other side. Uh, conservatives to go along with you have to get literally everybody so they have to try to find that midpoint they this is what they did with paul ryan if you remember back in the day now paul ryan his his uh, sort of profile on the right has changed over the years like i like early early paul ryan is like early radiohead you know i I was i was a big fan you know Mm -hmm. i like the early radiohead stuff and Mm -hmm. eventually they got weird and that's kind of like paul ryan like uh, later on it got weird But like his early stuff was great. And he was still at that moment where he was seen as, you know, sort of, you know, relatively conservative member, even after running with Romney and acceptable to a lot of conservatives and then acceptable enough to moderates. And so they went along with it and kind of split the difference. But that was a difficult process to find that person. And I don't know that that person exists now. You know, it's interesting that you you bring up the conservatives who have sort of drifted
0: to to the middle. It never goes the other way. It never goes like, you know, you're somewhat liberal or maybe in the center, but you go more conservative the longer you're in Washington. I can't think of a single instance of that happening. Both in the Supreme Court and Congress, yeah, Has now, that ever
1: happened. The, the only one, the only name that comes to mind, and it doesn't hit either of your two categories there. But the only person who seems to get more conservative over time is Clarence Thomas. Yes, <laughs> he's the one guy. Yes, and thank God, protect, Love him. put him in a hermetically sealed bubble and protect him. Yes, uh, from for, from now until the end of time. But like, even like in the Supreme Court, even Scalia, you look at his voting record, mm-hmm. it even becomes slightly more liberal over time. It does does it's happen a lot bizarre it's the opposite of what happens with regular people too uh-huh. because regular people usually start Become off liberal and get more conservative and then if you yeah. get elected it happens the opposite way why is that washington
0: just corrupts them 888-727-BECK or Patton and stufer glenn coming up the
1: glenn back program
0: Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Glenn's back tomorrow morning. Uh, Joe Biden just recently said uh, that he has cancer. Wait, what? Is this breaking news then? or Here's uh, the way he
1: said it. You had
0: to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. Mm-hmm. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And Wait. why can't for the longest time, Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. Wait, Okay, that's why you and so many other damn people have cancer. <laughs> that's what he said. But the excuse from the White House is, no, he doesn't have cancer. You're misrepresenting what he said. <laughs> no, we are taking what he said at face value. He used the present tense. That's why... I and so many other damn people have cancer. Now,
1: why are these people damned?
0: i, I I'm do not you know sure. Why? That's unclear, too. That's we, unclear. That's like sad. You it is sad. It is sad. And I'm not sure if he's damning them uh, or if he has knowledge that they've been damned
1: by a higher authority. That I, I don't know. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I will say I'm, I I have come to the conclusion that Joe Biden is occasionally imprecise in his speech. What? Yeah. When did that <laughs> Uh, I mean, kind of revelation. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't mean to just blurt that out. I should have told people to pull over to the side of the road, Yeah, prepared for a real oh, Right,
0: because that's a shocker. Wave. That's yeah. a shocker. But
1: that's true. It's like, uh, I mean, that's what he said, right? That's yeah, what he said. Now, they're saying what he said
0: is that he had cancer before he became president, he had some skin cancer removed. Okay. I'm sorry, but that is a total misrepresentation of what he actually said. They continue
1: to just look us in the face and lie to us. It really that part of this experience with Biden as president really has the 1984 echoes. Like they are really yeah. like they often try to convince you 2 plus 2 is 5. They often Off try Almost every day. Yeah. Like K- Corinne Jean Pierre will will just say the audio you heard was not real. Didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't
0: happen. I've often said on my show they, they it's like they look at you in the eye and say I am not here, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to believe them. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking at you. No, you're not. I am not here. Well, yes, you are. I, I can see you. No. I am not here. That, that's what they do every day to yeah. us. Every day. Biggest liars in the world. But maybe that's why, maybe this is the revelation of why he's so hell-bent on curing cancer, which he continually says. If I'm elect but, the president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes in America is we're going to cure cancer. Okay. Uh, you think I'm-
1: yeah! yeah! I completely promise about curing a disease. And he's he's mentioned it since multiple times. Multiple times. Just a few months ago, he said it again. That's why, actually, Pat, I created the website HasJoeBidenCuredCancer.com. You
0: did create that website, yes. didn't you? Well, c- can you look it up now? Oh, yeah. And sure. And see if maybe he has cured cancer. And we just
1: haven't heard about it. Because he said the single, okay, I hadn't heard that clip in a while. The single most important change you're going to notice, right, is that we were going to cure cancer? <laughs> that would be a big change. That would that we be noticed. big. Yeah, I will say, like, he has a lot of bad policies. I don't think he's a good president. If he came out with a beaker and was like, <laughs> "It's all cured," there it is. I think I might vote for him. Yeah, I know. you know, I think that's I the type of thing. Would my it, it's more important to me than even tax policy, Pat? Yeah, you know, yes. if he actually cured cancer himself that would be a big deal i would say i would consider it I would that consider... would be some brownie points in his favor <laughs> yeah i guarantee you a that. lot of people will be helped by that yeah but that's why i created has joe biden cured cancer but you know what Dot the, com. to use that
0: as an excuse that he was saying skin cancer. nobody says i've had skin cancer you know i've got this scar still here on my forehead to prove it glenn has had skin cancer You don't say I have cancer if it was skin cancer and it's already been removed, do you? At least I I certainly don't. Maybe he does. And does
1: he? Uh, Is he saying he got skin cancer from what? Wait, what was the from the? Oh yeah, from the oil. From the oil. uh, The. You had
0: to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. Literally. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. So wait, the car. I can't for the longest time. (laughs) Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. So,
1: huh. cancer, skin cancer is caused by oil on windshields.
0: I think it comes from rays of the you know two million degree burning orbit in the sky. Really? That some of us call the sun. I think that's where skin cancer comes from,
1: not from in oil in on your on your windshield I wipers. Don't think so? No. But I'm not a, a I'm not a physician. Mm. You know. By the way, I'm checking right now. Has okay. Joe Biden cured cancer? Dot asks the question: Has Joe Biden cured cancer? Sadly, the answer. No. Still? Still says no. Still no. According to this site that that I created. Why don't you hit refresh? Because maybe that's old. Okay, yeah. And maybe that was from your cast. Has Joe Biden cured cancer? It, no. Uh, cancer still exists as of Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. Now, oh, darn it. And it does have a, a exact to the second time. So you can always keep refreshing it and mm-hmm. make sure. At some point, I, I do hope to change the site to yes. Well, he he guaranteed it. He promised. I know so it's going to happen. We'll say yes. He said it's the Sometime biggest thing. Sometime before 2024. We, the biggest difference we would notice. Yeah. Is, and I will notice it. I will totally notice it. We've had relatives with cancer. Uh, we've seen mm-hmm. people suffer. There's a mm-hmm. lot going on in this country when it comes to cancer. It's one of the biggest uh, healthcare costs mm-hmm. in the United States. If he, if this dude cures it, I even be if all they over announce that. it on
0: a Friday, I think people will notice. Yeah, you know, because they save a lot of mm-hmm. stuff they don't want people to know about for Friday because it gets buried in the weekend. But even if they announced it on a Friday, I think i would still notice hmm. and most people would
1: still notice hey, it'd be maybe, a fairly wait. big story maybe he just cured oh, oh yeah has We're joe fresh. biden cured cancer.com ah. no ah no Dang cancer it. still exists darn this is the worst yeah you know you just want it to just change one of these days it's just gonna flip to yes and it's gonna <laughs> be a big maybe we'll put some confetti on the site when it when it turns to yes how to really celebrate it and why would you make that promise?
0: Unless you had inside information, maybe that we're on the verge, there's going to
1: be a breakthrough in the next couple of years, and you know that for a fact. Well, maybe then I think it does tell us two really interesting things. One, how dumb does this man think his voters are? Like, he yeah. is standing there saying he's going to cure cancer. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's doing that for votes. This is before the election. I mean, he continues to do it to prop himself up, but like this was a, he said it was the most important thing that would change if he was elected, right? Essentially, like we did a, um, we did a campaign and we've done it many times over the years, a fake congressional campaign between two candidates, (laughs) Harold Flimlasky and Ernie (laughs) Velvita, And and we don't really say what party they're on. And it's just a way to make fun of political ads as they're always accusing each other of terrible things and, and all of that. And one of the commercials is, I think it's Harold Von Lasky, who talks about how he's been developing the cure for cancer. And he's got it, but he's only going to give it to you if he's elected. (laughs) And, like, it's just a play on, like, how stupid these campaign commercials get. That's exactly what Biden did! He, He said we would only cure cancer if he was elected. And not only do you have the first part of this, which is his voters... Idiotically falling for this mm-hmm. and him believing they might fall for it and being right. <laughs> but then also, you have the media who doesn't take him to task for this. Right. How think of how he's playing on families who are struggling through the battle of cancer. And he's saying, God, just cast a vote for me and it will all go away. All your problems will go away if you vote for me. And there's not one critical piece from the media who says, what a disgusting display. Right? Like, what yeah, a dis- if, disgusting
0: thing to do. If it were Donald Trump saying it, you think they would say, oh, good. All right. We, oh, we're great. looking forward to that. <laughs> no. No. They would bash him and berate him for giving people false hope Mm -hmm. for making things up where's that coming from what are you basing that on how is that gonna happen think
1: of the emotional manipulation he is in the middle of doing in that in that quote where he's he's saying hey Mm. you know how your your grandma is on the verge of death i can make that go away just vote for me that's legitimately what he's doing and no one says anything it's it's like the five thousandth on the list of controversies from Joe Biden. No one even mentions it. No one is critical of it. It's disgusting. I mean, we've all had family members who have died of cancer or have been afflicted with it. Pat, you know, as you mentioned, uh, you wouldn't describe yourself as currently having cancer, but you've had to deal with this in the past. Everybody's terrified I had a doctor's appointment, um, you know, uh, a couple months ago, where they did like a, you know, the the sort of checkup uh, that you get. We, I go through these extensive, you know, health checkups every, you know, several years to hope hope I'm not developing something like cancer. And they do these scans of your mm-hmm. the whole body scan, and they're like, you they sit you down and you're sitting there. Don't say I have cancer. Don't say I have cancer. Don't say I have. Luckily, they did not say I had cancer. I was very excited about that. But like even with no symptoms. And no worry, you're sitting there worried about whether you could possibly... Yeah. You want to hear those words. Right. And this guy's like, I, right. I, can, I can make that go away. I just, uh, All you got to do, pull that lever for the Ds. It's despicable. It's just, it is legitimately horrible to do to people. And no one criticizes him for it. 888-727-BECK. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK.
0: It's Patton for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Glenn returns tomorrow. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. The whole uh, Twitter censoring uh, controversy and the whole situation with Twitter continues to uh, reveal itself. Uh, journalist Matt Taibbi is releasing, uh, just released over the weekend, uh, another installment of Twitter files wow. that showed that the government. The U.S. government was in constant contact with a large number of tech firms in their coordinated efforts uh, to censor, specifically targeting accounts that were critical of Ukraine or the COVID vaccine. So Hmm. no matter how you feel about the COVID vaccine, people should be able to discuss it.
1: Totally. Right? Totally.
0: I mean, if you can't handle a little bit of discussion about it, uh, or even a lot of discussion about it, then you know, just get off Twitter. Stop looking at it.
1: First of all, you don't need the 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 build up to that statement. Just get off Twitter. Get off, is, I mean, is yeah. the best advice possible? It really is. But uh, yes, yeah, no, Twitter is agonizing to me. It, it's agonizing. I know. I I I do agree with you on this, and I understand that it has its. It does. A lot to direct the um, the media coverage in this country because mm-hmm. all all the journalists are on it. Yep. I mean, I got that's the main piece of value with Twitter. Yep. Uh, you know, if you are on Twitter, your your viewpoint might get to a journalist who writes it up, and a big and it becomes essentially the narrative. And this is why they want to control it so badly. I mean, you know, I've done this. You go, you go through the numbers on Twitter. It's like almost no one uses it for political. Commentary like I, I want to I, I should pull this up, but it's something like only 20 percent of people are even on it at all. And then uh, when it comes down to that 20 percent of Americans, yeah, uh, it, it's wow, incredibly small. It, it, that's incredible because yeah. it feels
0: like everybody's on it. And everybody comments continuously.
1: Continuously. That's what it feels like. And look, a lot of people, I mean, 20% of the country is still a massive chunk of the country. That's a lot, yeah. But when you take that, you, you also take out um, people who are tweeting about recipes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, who is tweeting? Most of the people, by the way, are like not even active users. Like a lot of them are not tweeting routinely. Most of the people who are tweeting routinely are not even tweeting about politics. Um and you go down, and it's it's a tiny, 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 tiny piece of of the population that is tweeting regularly about politics. I, 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 it's less than 1%, I think. Wow. That's They're, really something, isn't it? That are doing really it something. routinely. Like, you know, again, people might pop one political comment in their feed at, that's a, mostly about sports, you know? And, yeah. But when you're talking about people who do it consistently – it's incredibly, incredibly small. I'll dig up the numbers here, maybe in the break. But it's like, it's almost nobody. Ta- Taibi says, uh, the files
0: show the FBI acting as a doorman to a vast program of social media surveillance and censorship encompassing agencies across the federal government from the State Department to the Pentagon to the CIA. The operation is far bigger than the reported 80 members of the Foreign Influence Task Force, which also facilitates requests from a wide array of smaller actors, from local cops to media to state governments. Twitter had so much contact with so many agencies that executives lost track. Uh, is today the DOD and tomorrow the FBI? Is, is it the weekly call or the monthly meeting? It was dizzying how much contact they had uh, between calls and meetings and messages. Uh, A chief end result was that thousands of official reports flowed to Twitter from all over uh, through the FITF and the FBI San Francisco field office. This kind of collusion between the government and and a private company to squash the First Amendment is really un-American. Yeah. it's, It's against everything that we hold dear and value in this country. But other than that But other than that It's great It's great Yeah At least Musk Has opened up uh, The dark areas That deserve A little sunshine That need to have You know Some transparency At least he's done that I mean And that's of course Why the left hates him So much right now Uh, More Pat and For Glenn Coming up This is The Glenn Back Program